0: Welcome back to The World's Game, a World Cup podcast. The Men's World Cup is over, but now it's time for the women. I'm going to have Women's World Cup episodes all summer long, breaking down all the storylines and all the fun. My name is Peter Roman. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And let's dive right in. Welcome back to everyone who listened to this podcast for the Men's World Cup and a big special welcome to all the first time listeners listening for the first time during the Women's World Cup. A little bit about this podcast, I started this podcast during the Men's World Cup and I felt it was only right to keep it going for the Women's World Cup. So this episode is going to be a kind of a shallow dive preview episode. I'm going to go into some of the storylines some of the things to know about the Women's World Cup, but the full preview will come out a little bit later this month just before the tournament begins where I'll break down every single team and things to look out for in the tournament. So let's start with the basics. Number one, Australia and New Zealand are co-hosting this year's Women's World Cup. It is the first time that the tournament is being hosted by two different countries every other tournament, has just been a single host. Number two, this is the first time ever that the Women's World Cup will have 32 teams. The last two editions have been 24 teams in both France and in Canada. And number three, most importantly, the tournament itself kicks off July 20th and ends August 20th, so about a month long. Now, onto a little history. So the Women's World Cup Has only been around since 1991 so there are quite a few less champions than on the men's side the United States is the most successful team in this tournament having won the thing four times and including the last two tournaments in both 2015 and 2019 Germany won twice in both 2003 and 2007 Japan won in 2011 the only Asian World Cup champion and Norway won in 1995 The teams that are considered heavyweights are very different in both the men's and the women's tournaments, because on the women's side, Germany, Brazil, the Netherlands, France, and England are all still considered heavyweights, but they are also joined by the United States, Canada, Sweden, and Japan. So, some things to keep an eye on in 2023. Number one, The United States is attempting to win their third World Cup in a row. That would be a record on both the men's and women's side. No team has ever won three in a row. So the United States is going for history. The Brazilian men's team in the 50s and 60s and 70s, they were the closest because they won three out of four. But we haven't seen anyone come that close on the women's side. So we'll find out if the United States can make history this tournament. And my number two big storyline to watch, this could be the last tournament, and in fact, almost certainly will be the last tournament for two of the sport's biggest icons, Christine Sinclair and Marta. The Canadian Christine Sinclair is the all-time leading international goal scorer, and she helped Canada to an Olympic gold medal in Tokyo during the Olympics. The Olympics, by the way, are a legitimate competition in women's football because It is a best-on-best tournament featuring the best players and the best teams in the world. The men's tournament isn't the same thing because the Olympics is basically a glorified under-23 tournament, so it's a little bit different. So on the women's side, the Olympic gold medal is pretty close as far as prestige to the actual World Cup itself. Marta, meanwhile, has come so close to winning so many times for Brazil, but has come up short, unfortunately, on the in the final game but she is one of the greatest women's players of all time she's five-time FIFA women's player of the year she's the all-time leading world cup goal scorer and so for these two icons for Christine Sinclair and for Marta this is their sixth world cup tournament which by the way is insane the fact that they're playing in their sixth tournament but this is also likely both of their last tournaments and so Just like Lionel Messi for Argentina on the men's side. Could we see Brazil or Canada give their icon the ultimate send-off? We'll have to wait and see. And my number three storyline has to be the England women's national team. England's women's team has been on the rise, and they are clearly one of the best teams in the world. They were the European champions just one year ago. Unfortunately, they've run into a lot of injuries this year, but... Of course, the big question is can they go one step further? They were semi finalists in 2019. Despite their injuries, can they go on and be not only the European champions, but the world champions? It will be fun to watch. So, those are more or less the big storylines to watch out for for the Women's World Cup. Obviously, there's a lot of teams, a lot of players, and a lot of intrigue, and I will have all of that in my in depth preview coming out just before the tournament begins. And so that way, if you wanna know what your team is looking like, you know, what players to keep an eye on, you know, what things to keep an eye on, there's a lot of that stuff. But of course, this is gonna be a fun tournament. The Women's World Cup hasn't been around that long and I have only been watching it since 2011 because that's basically when I saw it on TV. But it is really fun. It's a lot of fun for those people that might not have ever watched a Women's World Cup tournament before. The football is just as exciting. The women's game is a little bit different than the men's game, like, just visually and, you know, that's to be expected in the same way that, you know, sports of all kinds look a little bit different. But the excitement, the passion, the energy, the emotion, and the drive, and ultimately the glory, it's all the same. It really is. It's the same between the men's sport and the women's sport. And so, it's exciting. And... For anyone who hasn't watched the Women's World Cup before, I very much encourage you to watch this year because it is a very fun tournament. It is very exciting. And it'll bring all the drama and all the excitement for at least, you know, about a month or so. So that's all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Just a very quick little preview of the Women's World Cup. Very excited. The whole thing, like I said, gets underway July 20th. That is when New Zealand kicks us off against Norway. So once again, a big welcome back to anyone who listened during my podcast during the Men's World Cup. And now let's get ready for the Women's World Cup. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The World's Game, a World Cup podcast. The music is from Pixabay. There will be new episodes throughout the Women's World Cup, so make sure you subscribe and don't miss a moment of the 2023 World Cup.